we, we still, of course, we've not we've not uh, lost sight of of the objective and and the lodestar. That that is uh, undoubtedly so. But I, I guess we have not been as energetic in living the constitutional dream as we were when we drafted and crafted that constitutional dream. Let me give you one uh, little exa- example mm. that, that has been bothering me for a couple of days now. When we drafted the constitution, we were working side by side. Mm. Once the Constitution was agreed to, uh, may I put it this way, uh, the politicians took over. Drafting the Constitution called on all of us to be statesmen and women. Beyond the constitutional drafting process, we all became politicians. And what we have seen this week again is politicians on different platforms uh, in a very subtle way and sometimes not so subtle, advancing political objectives. Now, the old proverb, the old saying is still true. Uh, politicians think about the next election. Statesmen <laughs> think about the next generation. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and this is what, what happened. We are not seen in each other's company grappling with the issues of South Africa. You, you, As I just just represent uh, the, the statements made by, by politicians the last week. Wow. You, you know, that, that, that is, I think it's an apt way to go into the final question. And I want to reflect on our preamble once again, because the truth is, whether it was by design through statesmen or through politicians, the truth is that constitution, it is the promise which we as South Africans make to one another. Building an open society uh, is as important as fostering social justice and improving the quality of life of all citizens and freeing the potential of each person. Those are strong words. Now, we've opened our society in the formulation of laws, but we've done poorly as a nation. Whether you want to blame a government, certain political leaders, we've done poorly as a nation with regards to unlocking freeing the potential of each person here and improving the quality of life. And, and those are major obstacles to us living in that constitutional spirit, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we still grapple with inequality, unemployment, uh, poor uh, health services, poor uh, educational services, etc. That is true. I, I think what we have to acknowledge that the final match, the ultimate match, is played in Parliament. I mean, that's where the budget is drafted. That's where the, uh, where the game is played on, 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 the, on, the, on that particular playing field. But civil society across the old divides are not active enough, to my mind. There are simply there are samples of success stories. Seneca was one. Uh, Colini is one, South Africa Day is another, where citizens come together. But broadly speaking, South African civil society are not grappling enough in the company of people from different divides to push the government in the direction we want them to move. 
On that note, my good sir, I shall leave it there. Leon Vessels, thank you very much for your time here on The Weekend View. Former cabinet member, of course, of the last apartheid government, negotiator at CODESA and commissioner at the Human Rights Commission. Let's continue the conversation now when we chat with the national director of the Kulomani Support Group. And Kulomani is an organization, of course, was born out of a realization that purely because black people gained a vote in an election, the system that preceded it, the apartheid, would leave a lot of hurt and massive need for justice and healing from the degradation of human dignity. We chat now, as I said, with the National Director, uh, Dr. Marjorie Jobson. She joins us on the line. Marjorie, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, thanks. As an organization, what would you consider mm-hmm. as some of the biggest successes mm-hmm. you've had since the dawn of democracy since the establishment of Kulumani Support Group? I think the biggest success is that we have managed to sustain a movement of the people who had the aspirations that brought us into a new democracy that were inspired by principles um, that we know well that now inform our new constitution. And we see that as the greatest treasure still to offer back to the country. You know, we have not diverted from that honoring the role that we played in, in struggling for justice and freedom in the country. But we haven't realized it. I think we decided we have achieved something. Everybody sat back and rested, but didn't understand the treasure that is within their midst of the people who know how to live into the values and principles that brought us into this new democracy. So that's where, what we've, we've sustained, but we're also engaging increasingly with the next generations who have become even more marginalized than mm. they were um, because we have such a big youth bulge and we have to deal with the fact that the youth are inheriting impossible situations with no opportunities with unfortunately still inadequate education that is not relevant to where we are. And so there is so much that that generation of the justice mm-hmm. justice um, strugglers have to offer back. But they, they grew this huge divide between the generations, you know, the assumptions of what freedom would bring. But freedom doesn't come ever without any work towards that objective. Absolutely. Also, just on the flip side of, of, of that in the process of giving South Africans a sense of justice for what they or their loved ones faced during apartheid, I see the NPA has now brought in online 25 prosecutors to continue investigation into some 60 cases which never gained resolution through the TRC process. Some South Africans will say, you know what, simply let it go. It's in the past. Others will say this is critical. What are your thoughts around, around this process? But uh, the experiences of injustice rankle in people's in people's bodies and minds and hearts forever until there is a sense that this has been faced and dealt with. This is the nature of trauma. I mean, we know especially people will tell us stories about what they endured as if it was yesterday. You cannot evade dealing with trauma and especially the incredible trauma that was exacted against people in this country. But there are ways to do it, and that's we, we, we have um, we've become licensed to use a particular community-based model because this needs to happen not in clinical rooms, mm. you know, in hospitals. It has to happen in our communities where that, um, those wounds can be healed and where the struggles for justice can be pursued. And, of course, everybody has a role in that. 
I mean, particularly the people who were part of the oppressive regime. So um, it, it's not about wanting revenge. It's about finding each other because we will not make this country what it is possible to be without coming together across those divides. And I'm just grateful government is beginning to rethink ways of including people economically and actually putting civil society in control of those opportunities rather than the, the problems that we have with local government and the diversion of so much money into unproductive um, activities sure. that don't bring any return to community. So I think we are beginning to understand how essential it is um, to ensure that civil society can step up to the mark and play those roles and also can be supported by government. That's a huge step forward because everything was controlled by a dominant party. And um, and I think we are seeing steps, progress towards opening up the space for all the contributions to finally help bring us through this incredible struggle that we are still on. We haven't begun to live into what the Constitution offers us. And I'm just grateful that there is a very powerful constitutional court that is being resorted to too often instead of people solving the problems in a, in a very fair, honest, vulnerable way. You know, we have to face up to what we did to each other. Sure. National Director of the Kulumani Support Group, Dr. Marjorie Jobson, speaking to us from Pretoria and 